Hello and good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. It is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for our daily devotional for today, babies. Yes, and we are going to be reading... 1 Samuel 14, 1 through 52. 1 Samuel 14, 1 through 52. And it reads about Jonathan begins a battle. The Philistines defeated. And Saul's rash oath. Saul's rash oath. So I want you to get your Bibles, get your tablets, get your cell phones, get um, tablets, uh, laptops, computers, you know. And come on and let's deep dive into this word, you know, and, and let's learn something new that the Lord has to teach us today. Okay? All right. Come on now. Let's get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. Let's get into this word, right? We in 1 Samuel chapter 14, and it reads, Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said unto the young men that bear his armor, Come, and let us go over to the Philistines garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree, which is in Migron. And the people that were with him were about 600 men. And Ahio, the son of Ahai. Ahitub is Chabad's brother, the son of Phineas, the son of Eli, 
the Lord's priest in Shiloh, wearing an ephod, and the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over unto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the other side, and a sharp rock on the other side, and the name of the one was Bozines, Bozies, and the name on the other was Shanae. The forefront of the one was situated northward over against Mechamesh, and the other southward over against Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young men that bear his armor, come and let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover our and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, tarry until we come to you then we will stand still in our place, and we will go up unto thee. But if thy say thus come up unto us, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor-bearer, and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor-bearer, Come up after me. For the Lord had delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, and his armor-bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan. And his armor-bearer slew after him. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made was about twenty men within as it were and half acre of land which a yoke of oxen might plow. And there was trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled. 
and the earth quakened. So it was a very great trembling. And the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away. And they went on beating down one another. Then said Saul unto the people that were with him, Number number now, and see who is gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor were not there. And Saul said unto Ahiel, Bring hither the ark of God. For the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. And it came to pass, while Saul talked unto the priest, that the noise that was in the host of the Philistines went on, went on and increased. And Saul said unto the priest, Withdraw thine hand. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to the battle, and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow. And there was a very great discomfiture. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time, which went up with them unto the camp from the countries round about, even they also turned to be with the Israelites that were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel, which had hid themselves in Mount Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord saved Israel uh, that day, and the battle passed over unto Bethlehem. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until evening, that I may be avenged on mine enemies. So none of the people tasted any food. And all they of the land came to a wood, and there was honey upon the ground. And when the people were come unto the wood, behold, the honey dropped, for no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan heard not when his father charged the people with the oath. Wherefore he put forth the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in a honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth and his eyes were enlightened. Then answered one of the people and said, Thy father straightly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food this day. And the people were faint. Then said Jonathan, My father have troubled the land. See, I pray you, how mine eyes have been enlightened, because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more, if happily the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies, which they found. For... Had there not been now a much greater slaughter among the Philistines? And they smote the Philistines that day from Mishmash to Algelon, and the people were very faint, and the people flew flew upon the spoil, and took sheep and oxen and cows, and slew them on the ground, and the people did eat them with the blood. 
Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people sin against the Lord, and that they eat with the blood. And he said, Ye have transgressed. Roll a great stone unto me this day. Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people, and say unto them, Bring me hither every man his ox, and every man his sheep, and slay them here, and eat, and sin not against the Lord, in eating with the blood. And all the people brought every man his ox with him that night, and slew them there. And Saul built an altar unto the Lord, the same was the first altar that he built unto the Lord. And Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night, and spoil them until the morning light. Let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Then said the priest, Let us draw near hither unto God. And Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them unto the hand of Israel? But he answered him not that day. And Saul said, Draw ye near hither all the chief of the people, and know and see wherein this sin hath been this day. For as the Lord liveth, which saveth Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man amongst all the people that answered him. Then said he unto all Israel, Be ye on one side. And I and Jonathan, my son, will be on the other side. And the people said unto Saul, Do what seemed good unto thee. Therefore Saul said unto the Lord God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. And Saul and Jonathan were taken by, but the people escaped. And Saul said, Cast lots between me and Jonathan, my son. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what thou hast done. And Jonathan told him and said, I did what I did, but taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand, and lo, I must die. And Saul answered, God do so and more also, for thou shalt surely die, Jonathan. And the people said unto Saul, Shall Jonathan die? Who have wrought this great salvation in Israel? God forbid, as the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair on his head fall to the ground, for he hath wrought with God today. So the people rescued Jonathan, that he died not. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. So Saul took the kingdom. So Saul took the kingdom over Israel and fought against all his enemies on one on every side, against Moab and against the children of Ammon, and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. And whithersoever he turned himself, he vexed them. And he gathered his he and he gathered an host and smote the Amalekites. And deliver Israel out of the hands of them that spoiled them. Now the son, sons of Saul were Jonathan and Ishmael, Ish, Ish, Ishu, and Malchashua.
Now, Teshua, the names of his two daughters were these. The name of firstborn was Mirab, and the name of the younger was Machio, Macheo. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahimeon, the daughter of Ahizia, Ahimzia. And the name of the captain of his host was Abner, the son of Nair, Saul's uncle. And Kish was the father of Saul, and Nair, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. And there was sore war against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he took him unto him. I have just read 1 Samuel 14, 1 through 52. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, dear Heavenly Father, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you so much that life is such a fleeting flicker and a flickering of nine. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us this day, this day, this moment, this right here, right now, this here, right now, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you give us all the days. You, you give us days that we cannot number. Thank you, Lord, just for being you. Just for being you. Loving, gracious, kind, caring, all of these things, Lord. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voice-over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at imsharice at sharicenjohnsonmoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, now let's deep deep dive into this chapter. We are speaking about Samuel chapter 14. And... We see that Jonathan, the son of Saul, says that he's going to go over 
to the Philistines and do what has to be done without his father's permission. And during the course of this, during the course of this chapter, we see that Jonathan does a lot of things that does not go with what Saul, his father, wants. And because of Jonathan's disobedience, he he um, is put to death because of his hard-headedness and because he goes into the fight, he defeats the Philistines, okay, and then he gets a big head and he thinks he all that and then he goes off and eats some, he eats honey, he eats some honey and he disregards the, he disregards the tradition uh, because you have, um, when in the battle, you have defeated your enemies and you shall fast for the rest of the evening. He does not go with the rules. Jonathan is a rule breaker. And he goes by, he, he, he's, he's arrogant, he's disrespectful, he's all these kind of, you know, habits and mannerisms and he doesn't really take to tradition or even listening to people's advice. And it gets him killed. Okay. And even though he did go in and defeat the Philistines, he still did not do it in a proper manner because now Saul is realizing he's missing. He, you know, he's looking out, Saul looking out. He's like, where all this commotion coming from? You know, like, what's going on over there? I mean, he realized, he says, oh, okay, so what's going on over there? Something got to be going on. So then he asked his armor bird, he said, look, can you count the people everybody healed? And they were like, no, Jonathan and, and his armor bird are missing. And he's like, oh, Lord, child just don't want to listen. He, I told him not to do that, you know. And Jonathan doesn't keep protocol. After you won a battle, he's supposed to go in and fast in and supposed to pray to God and supposed to thank God for the delivering them, um, defeating their enemies and going to a fasting mode and not eat anything, no water, no supplication, no meat, no nothing, you know, of total fast. And Jonathan, like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to do what I want to do. So in the process, this is what happens. You know, he is, he is, um, you know, it, it's, he has to, he commits a sin. And his father asks him, why did you do that? You know, you suppose, he says, in 43, then Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what thou hast done. And Jonathan told him, said, I did, I did, but taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand, and lo, I must die. And Saul answered, God, do so and more also, for thou shalt surely die. 
Jonathan. And the people said unto Saul, Shall Jonathan die who have brought this great salvation to Israel? He said, they asking him, say, really, he got to die because he just defeated the Philistines for us. Do he really got to die? You know, like, really? No. And then it, and, and, you know, and who have wrought this great salvation to Israel? God forbid, as the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground. For he have wrought with God today. So the people rescued Jonathan that he died not. So, you know, Jonathan gets to live. But because of other people seeing it that way, because they they was like, well, why are we gonna kill him? Why are we gonna kill him? Cause he ate something. You know, and he's giving he's he's giving us a great deliverance. He's done something great for us, but why does he have to pay that price to die because he ate something that he wasn't supposed to eat? You know, it's just some honey. They think it's just some honey. This battle, he conquered these people, and it's way more more better than punishing him over some honey. Okay. But in the, es- in the essence of all things, it says, and Saul... And there was sore war against the Philistine all the days of Saul. So Saul and the Philistines fought all the time, fighting all the time. That's how this story, how this this passage ends, where they give the account, his generational account, of who was married to who and who related to who and who was, you know. And they give for the rest of Saul's days, He's left with fighting the Philistines. He's left fighting them. So, my word for you this morning would be, don't let that one mistake that you did create a whole plethora of other stuff when you defeated what needed to be defeated. Don't let that one mistake that you did in your life cause you to not appreciate the good that you did in your life. You know, some people, you know, parents got their rules and their regulations and things like that and whatnot. But sometimes parents, we got to learn how to let them let them live their life. Let the children live and make their own mistakes and then learn from their mistakes. Instead of finding fault with them every time they do something, you condemning them and you keep throwing that in their face and then they're going to really have this complex about themselves, about, oh, I can't never get nothing right with my parents. And then you're going to give this child a subconscious uh, mindset, oh, I can't do anything right. And then they're going to not want to try. And they're not going to want to go after their dreams or go after their... Let them children go out here and make their mistakes. That's what they want to do. Hey, you know, after you've grown, you've grown, you you know, you've grown after you get a certain age. It's time you leave the nest anyway. You know, and sometimes we have to, we we have to uh, get to the point where, um, let them fall down. 
became protected forever. God, after they turned a certain age, let them have, let God handle them. Let God watch over them. Let God lead them and guide them. Because life is about, you know, us as parents, we have to learn that we were kids too. That we were kids too. That we can't sit and, you know, we 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 gotta let them go and let them do what they do and 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 carry on and and make their mistakes in life and fall down and get back up and let them do that. You know, I know we want to be protective as mothers, as fathers, as you know, with our children, but we gotta look at it like this. We learn from our mistakes, so why can't they? Why can't they they do do the same? Sometimes the child want to jump out there and do this, do. Go ahead, go right ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They gotta learn eventually. They gotta learn how to fall down and get back up on their own without a whole bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of. How can I say this? Without a being reprimanded all the time for falling down, and then you gotta keep reminding them of that. You know, I was talking to my son the other day, and I told him, I said, you know, yeah, I know you're not, I know you're not dumb, I know you're not stupid, because if you got time to sit here and and take my iPad and configure, reconfigure it to make it suit you, I know ain't nothing wrong with you. If you got time to, to, to take off my profile and all that, and it ain't nothing wrong with you. You know, and I know my I know my son, he likes that kind of, you know, he likes electronics, he likes technical stuff, he like he likes that kind of um do he likes to work on stuff like that. My son is mechanically and technically tech techy client inclined. And you know, it's just that sometimes they don't believe in themselves. Sometimes we gotta, you gotta, you gotta build them up instead of tearing them down. Build them up instead of tearing them down. Build them up instead of tearing them down. Okay, honey, I um, this is our lesson for today, and I will. Talk to you again on Daily Devotional for chapter 15, 1 Samuel, chapter 15, 1 through 35, 1 through 35, 15, 1 through 35 on our next, our next meeting. Okay, darlings, I love you and you have a blessed day. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. 
You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. It is with great honor to bring you your daily devotional every morning. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore. I am your host and I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that takes out their time to listen to the daily devotional, Morning Word and Worship, Let's Talk Sunday, Entrepreneurial Corners, and Author Sex or Sunday. I greatly appreciate that you have taken out your time and your day to listen to the word of the Lord. I pray that you have a blessed day, an anointed day, and a day that brings you more peace than your heart can imagine. I love you, and I will talk to you again here on Daily Devotionals. Okay, babies, y'all have a blessed day.